Hi, everyone. Before we begin our episode, first, we want to thank you uh, for Baby to Baby. We raised over $20,000. You guys are the absolute best. More on that later, but thank you, thank you, thank you. And we have another exciting announcement. We have an event, a Bitch Sesh Deep Dive crossover event. Start the new year with a bang. In person. Yes, in person. This is a wildly fun event. We're so excited. We are co-hosting a pickleball tournament with the ladies of the deep dive, obviously June Diane Rayfield, Jessica St. Clair, for a Valentine's Day pickleball tournament in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 12th. There's going to be drinking. There's going to be laughing. There's going to be pickleballing. And there's going to be so much fun. We all get to play with each other so much. So tickets start at 100 and are extremely limited. And a portion of the proceeds are going to be donated to one of our favorite charities, Play Like a Girl. You can come, you can watch the competition, enjoy a boozy brunch with us. You can step up to the net should you feel so inclined. We've got Paul Shear and our friend Blair Beacon will be calling the games, which is going to be very fun. We'll be playing. All of us will be playing. You'll get to pair with some of us if you make it to the finals. I'm very good. I'm very it's not. Be, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a truly thrilling time. For more info and tickets, go to janeclub.com slash pickleball. janeclub.com slash pickleball. We cannot wait to see you there. That is in LA, Sunday, February 12th. Yay. Casey, we're back from the Big Apple. We're back. We sure are. A wild whirlwind of a of a press trip. Exactly. We hit all the greats. We hit all the greats. All the we greats. Hit Andy. We hit Sherry. We hit Hoda and Jenna. We really we hit them all. Nothing but the greats for us. And it was a wild trip. Such a fun trip. Wild stuff. And we. My sister came along with us. I invited my, my sister's a huge, my sister Abby is a huge Bravo fan, huge Andy fan, you know, huge Housewives fan. So for my sister's birthday, I said, why don't you, you know, why don't I fly you to New York and, you know, show you the sights. And so she came with us. We got tickets to see a show and quite pricey ones, if I may. Yes. Yes, they were. They were very pricey. And then I got them on StubHub. And literally, and I got him like two months beforehand on StubHub and literally like three hours before we went to the show, StubHub contacted me and was like, sorry, the seller is no longer providing tickets to you. <laughs> it's like everybody's mad at Ticketmaster. You and me are going to take up take up our grudge against StubHub. I know. I was like, what? I'm not, I, believe me, I have gotten so many shows and, and sporting events and concerts on StubHub. Never had a problem. And then they were like, sorry, the seller no longer has those tickets. But we'd like to offer you tickets to, um, you know, with a little discount, but obstructed view. How about those? And I was like, no, motherfucker. I was... I mean, imagine if we had flown just to go see a show. I know. I mean, I've bought tickets off things called like Hickbot, Tickbot before and gotten them yeah, with I know. more urgency no and efficiency than StubHub. Yes. Hashtag not an ad because don't yes. use it. Don't. Guys, I didn't know. I'm sure that somewhere in the tiny print this can happen, but I don't read tiny print. And I was very... Well, you need your glasses. Even then. We almost didn't have your glasses on Hoda and Jenna. And I was like, this ain't gonna happen. We're not going to be able to simply do our part because we had to read off note cards. The craziest thing happened. So I'm on my way to... (laughs) Watch what happens live. I'm in a car 
that has been provided um, with my sister and my wonderful makeup artist and, and hairstylist. And we're all in the car. I'm also on the phone with Casey and a Today Show producer doing sort of like a pre kind of interview interview. for our next day. Scheduled for our drive, basically. Yes, exactly. You know, and we're just running between things. And so I'm on my way to Andy Cohen, like excited in my clothes, in my makeup. On the phone, you know, he's like, how did you girls like start the podcast? And Danielle's like, you know, seven years ago, we just had such a love for housewives. And all of a sudden I hear what can only be described as like a bump, like a clunk. And then people (laughs) screaming for their lives, screaming, Screaming. And I'm like, what's happening? Are you okay? Are you okay? It was. Guys, so have you ever seen an action movie where like a car runs through a construction site and like keeps going off like the side of a hill, basically? That is what happened. We didn't go off the side of the hill, but our driver just ran through with his car a New York City construction site. Like didn't stop, didn't (laughs) swerve, didn't just blew through it like I saw like wood and like you know it's not funny I saw wood I saw like you know those little like barrels that with the lights on them that are full of sand did you see like dust from the site yes flying like over the car we're all like and we all like just screaming and I was just like ah (laughs) we're all screaming and when I say we went through that construction site guys the driver did not slow down I'm sorry. I don't know why I find it so funny. Did not slow down. Did not stop. We're screaming. I'm on the phone. Screaming for a while. Like this wasn't a one second like little hiccup where you think you're going to like hit something. No, no. This was extended screams. He just went right through it. Never stopped. Thank God no one got hurt or anything like that. Didn't stop. And then like went around the corner and dropped us at Watch What Happens Live. Didn't look back. Yeah, but Danielle... Someone else didn't stop either. And let me take over who also <laughs> didn't stop. Now, Danielle, and I, I did go through this moment, I didn't want to tell you with June, about just oh. what happened when that car crash occurred, okay? okay? We are texting at the wee hours this morning, and June attributes everything I'm about to say to your astrological sign. <laughs> to Capricorn. To yes. Capricorn. She's like, this is nothing but Capricorn on parade. <laughs> Capricorn doing her thing. So I was like, you know, to be honest, it was quite disturbing because as there's a massive car crash. Now on my end, what I can only assume is like, it was really bad and scary, but I hear Danielle ask everyone if they're okay. And then I hear this. So we started the podcast because, you know, (laughs) Casey really loved, you know, OC. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess everybody's good. Again, I, Danielle didn't really tell us what happened. So the producer's like, oh, everybody good? Everybody safe and sound? And he's like nervous. And I go, it sounds like safe, but not sound. And then Danielle's like, yeah. So the podcast started at Casey's kitchen table at the Nook. So normal. And I'm like, wow, Danielle's really like pushing through. <laughs> then I hear another scream. Okay, now, so what, what was happened? that, Danielle? So now what happened at that point is the driver had gotten out of our car to drop us. Because again, this happened like around the corner for Watch What Happens Live. And you think that the driver fell asleep. That's what you guys thought. My theory is yeah. that the driver fell asleep because my yeah. sister, who was paying attention because I was on an interview, 
my sister said that he never even swerved. Like he didn't even try to miss it. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh again. It's just not funny. And I know people are going to be like, it's bad how you were laughing. I know, Well, no, because it's so, I was started laughing afterwards. No one else in the car was laughing. I was hysterical laughing. No. And we'll talk about <laughs> those players in a second. So I'm like, you know, you just kind of get it. To, but my sister said like, she saw it coming up and like, oh, he's obviously he's going to move to the right. He's going to scoot on over. <laughs> like that has to happen. But he just blew right through it. So my theory is that he fell asleep at the wheel and that will come up right quick. <laughs> but then never said, so sorry, guys. Like No, never looked back. Just then we went around the corner. We're at Watch What Happens Live. And then he just opens the door for us to like, get out. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> Great have show. One. Break a leg. <laughs> And so, so we're in the, and I was like, no, shut the door. I have to finish this interview. So everyone is traumatized. And I'm still going on with this interview. As calm as can be, as cool as a cute. I've never heard her more, with more presence, more dignity. <laughs> My ability to compartmentalize. So then <laughs> we're in the car and all, and he's out, but the car's still running and our car starts moving forward. And we're like, oh my God, I didn't put the brake on. We all start screaming in the car. Like, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, in the car. The Today Show producer stops again. The Today Show producer's freaking out. I'm like, this is a big deal for us to do the Today Show. You know what I mean? Yeah, not blaming huge. the victims. This not is the, the biggest, victims. like, this is, like, you know, obviously a really big deal before. And so, so, and then we realized that the car, we weren't moving. The car next to us was <laughs> That old chestnut. <laughs> but we were so traumatized from the first accident that we were just, like, on high alert. And so... Then I, again, Casey goes, um, Danielle, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're fine. You're like, Do you want to mute? I said, you want to throw us on mute and kind of yeah. handle whatever seems to be going on in that car? And I was like, no, no, I got it. Danielle, Danielle's <laughs> like, now, Dorinda Medley uh, yeah. is the housewife who's the most angry. I, I, I am like, I don't know what the hell is going on. So finally the producer like gets off with us. Wait, let me just put a stop. One was, was that? some point, like, we've all calmed down, but, like, they, like, my makeup artist, like, she, and we've known each other now. She's done me before. Like, she's this amazing, talented woman. She looked like the light in her eyes had gone out. Like, she was Well, that's just, what I was going to say, Danielle, because when I saw the team, I realized <laughs> this was no small thing. The team is shaken to their very cores. You said you lost your team emotionally when you continued the interview. Yes, and I think I, they were actually maybe more disturbed by you continuing than the car crash. Because what I come to learn is that it was a massive car crash. <laughs> and also, I should say, and I feel bad about this now and I've since apologized, but when we were on the interview, after both the car crash and the fake car crash, my sister was like talking and processing it with the makeup artist. And I was like, Abby, be quiet. I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> So now I see Danielle's lovely makeup artist doing Danielle's powder. Her hands are shaking and Danielle's like, let's go, sweetie. Like, we got to get out there. (laughs) Her hands were shaking. Shaking. The team wasn't the same. Like, the the team was never never the same. I mean, I looked great. And they, 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 you know, like all great artists, they do their work. But emotionally. They they, did their work. But I think they did their, they finished their work in the appropriate amount of time. One recovers from a trauma. Whereas you did your work immediately as you were going through the construction thing. Like, you were like (laughs) hitting a wrecking ball and like Sonia Morgan once said. Yes. <laughs> anyway, My it was aunt, wild, Danielle. And so it was wild. What June wild. and I kind of surmised about your okay. kind of ability to compartmentalize, which is just so next to none. Now, I've performed in some very tough like circumstances, I'll say. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And this actually, like, I saw that you guys were all okay. Please know I was not laughing like this at the time. But I thought, you know, like, we're going to be okay. We've we've been under duress before. But even I have not been able to have that kind of cool, calm, and collectedness. So I tip my hat. And and what Deanna Chang offered, because I've had to go over this with a couple people, <laughs> yeah. unbeknownst to you. You've had to process this more than I've had to process I, my accident. Because you don't need to process it, Danielle. You, that's what I'm saying. What Deanna Chang said is she hopes for 2023, we all enter it with the spirit that you handled that situation with, because she's inspired by it, which is we put our coin first. We put our money first. <laughs> put we put our first. work first. And we put our trauma behind us. Coin first, going into 2023. Like Danielle Schneider, the Capricorn, the goat. I will say that my ability to compartmentalize is pretty shocking. And Donna, my writing partner, Donna, my very good friend, Donna, has seen it happen too. But we're like, we'll have something like a really, something happened before a meeting. And she'll be like, like not like ready. And then like the person will come out and be like, hey, girls, you ready? And I'm like, hey, girl, how are you? And Donna's like, what is happening? Like, I just... I think you and I share that trait because I'm a mm-hmm. Capricorn rising. Yeah. But yeah, you really outdid me. And <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing about you or us. I don't know. But I have to give you a tip of the hat. Yeah. I don't know what it says about me. And guess what? That Today Show segment went great. So I tip great. my hat to you. Great. That was really fun. And I hope everybody gets watched. It's Friday morning. So this is probably airing after you guys watch it. But, but now, um, can we talk about Watch What Happens Live just for one second? And then yes, we are going to break because and we need we'll, to get to Housewives. But I got to say, we didn't unpack this moment because there was so much craziness. Then, then so our show much. tickets were canceled. Then it's pouring down rain. You know, thing, other things were at work for us on this trip. But we never even, this is what I'm talking about, Danielle. Like, okay, so now we've had that happen. But what you never even mentioned backstage, like I would have been like shaking my hands. Had Andy Cohen, okay, A-N-D-Y-Z-O-H-E-N brought up my tangled mass of pubic hair on national television. (laughs) Danielle doesn't skip a fucking beat there either. He literally looks down at his cards. Now we've been briefed for like, (laughs) <laughs> for the whole segment, right? Like, we yes, know what's every- happening. You're not, yeah. like, going in cold on this. No, okay? you have a basic idea of, like, yes. questions they're going to ask you. Just they're not going to really surprise you. Yeah, Sure, 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 sure. And then I hear, and not it wasn't like, and now callers coming in or, like, here's yeah. Jed from, you know, Utah. I hear from Andy. So upsetting. Now, Danielle, I understand something. He said something like, I hear you don't, like, trim your hair down there. I was astonished and astounded. <laughs> of all the details to to pick up onto the AP, onto the wire. I didn't blame, yeah, tough for, I guess, now that you say it out loud, like, tough for that to go across the, like, the broadcasting waves out to countries yeah. near and far. Because there was, like, a couple moments, like, you know, when you say, you do this TV and it's so quick and you don't want to offend anyone, like, I walked yes. off in my own head, like, oh, I hope I didn't say that and... Was that too rude? Was that too whatever? But at no point did you turn to me what I thought you would be, you know, and just a bit shaken. No. No, No, I was more upset because I was like, oh, I hope I didn't hurt like Giselle's feeling. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, like we talk about these ladies on the podcast. You're a queen, Danielle. This is the, what I, all of this is to say, you're a queen. You're a professional. You're a long haired gal (laughs) up top and down below who perseveres. I've seen you through and all jokes aside, some very difficult circumstances that I want to say. Others, 
I don't even think people quite know what you've mm-hmm. gone through in your life. And you fucking persevere. God <laughs> damn it. You're an inspiration. Um, you know, like t- bottoms up to Lexapro. Like that's, a, you know, like many no, thanks to I'm the giving you the credit for this. <laughs> Not Big Pharma. You. Big Pharma. Well, thank you, Casey. You know, again, we'll see if this drama comes up later in a really terrible way. But so far, so you good. Know, I just don't think it's gonna, D. I don't think it's gonna. I think you're smooth sailing, baby girl. Oh, thank you. Well, we had a great time. Oh, such a great time. Thank you to Andy for having us. His team is so lovely. They're so lovely. And the way that they made, Andy especially made my sister feel, like he really took the time out. He knew she was a fan. I said it to him. And he like took pictures with her, talked to her, knew her name, like, and then even gave her a shout out in the after show. When I say that her birthday, her life was made by the Watch What Happens live team and Andrew Cohen. I mean. Yeah, because she actually also seemed pretty shaken by that car crash, but then Andy really (laughs) lifted her back Back where she yeah, belonged. Yeah, back up, up where she belonged. That's and right. So I just want to say thank you because they really, um, they treated her like a queen. And that's, you know, it's your family. And I was trying to do something nice and they made it even better than I could have imagined. And, I and just, a little shout out to our editor, Caitlin Moldenhauer, who also was there, who we've like barely met in person because she does all our editing on Zoom. She's with us throughout this entire project. I feel like we don't shout out Caitlin enough. She came in and, and got to see the show. And it was just a very wonderful time. So thank you to Andy and his team. Shout out to Abby. Yes, shout out to Abby Freed on her birthday. Danielle, shall we take a quick break and come right on back with The Real Housewives? I love it. Casey, we're back. We're back with Potomac. Back where we belong. Back in a town that barely exists. Uh, I mean, none of them live there. That's the only truth we know about it. About it's, Potomac. Potomac is a, a couple streets um, nestled in between Bethesda, Alexandria, D.C. It's really more of a um, an idea. It should be called like Real Housewives of the Chesapeake Bay. <laughs> yes. Real Housewives of the greater D.C. area. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it doesn't roll off the tongue, I know, as smoothly. But, but it's- wherever they are, I love it. Me too. This show is so good right now. It's so much better than Salt Lake. Yeah. Though, last night's Salt Lake, when we'll talk about that, like, I was up and down and all around last night, Salt Lake. What a wild time last night, Salt Lake was. And I got to watch it on the plane with my fellow passengers. So that's always, watching it in the wild is fun. Um, <laughs> you act like the flight attendants dim the lights and had everybody watch Wouldn't together. that be a dream? Just housewives flight? Can you imagine, Danielle, if we're all on a flight? Yeah, we're going cross country. And you know how they used to be like, and your movie today is uh, yes, Christmas yes. Vacation. If they're like, and the movie tonight is uh, Salt Lake season three, episode four. Oh, my. I mean, if we just imagine us all reacting together. Housewives playing. Oh, I'm writing that movie. Wait, Danielle. God, they should play them in movie theaters and we should all be able to buy tickets and go together. Wouldn't that be a dream? And watch every week. Like, I don't need to see this Marvel shit. I don't even like. This is my Marvel universe. Yeah. Like, why can't we go for the openings and the finales? And now look. That's a great question. I I don't know, Danielle. It's just something, you know, for Bravo to chew on. Throw it in an AMC, why don't you? Cinema's dying. I know everyone in this audience would get off their lazy A's and get out there. Oh, I would. I'd be first online. We'd all be in our sweats. Sure. We're tired. Oh, I would still have on my like under eye patches. Fine with it. That's, that's, that's a, that's a big idea. Yeah. Big idea. Bravo. We're giving it to you. But 
So we're in Potomac, and it says like second night in Miami. I couldn't believe it was only our second night in Miami. I feel like we've been in Miami forever. I'm not mad about being in Miami. I'm actually happy to be in Miami. It's not like fucking San Diego or God bless San Diego, but I I don't need to be there for a while. Miami, I'm having, I, I just like. I'm being having a in great Miami. time there. Mm-hmm. And we've got, you know, Karen's birthday, not birthday party coming at us. I couldn't even figure out what day was Karen's birthday, actually. It's, you know, these housewives, they celebrate 5-9. Right. I just thought I'd have a little more of an idea of like the actual day, but it was all so celebrated that it all just was like one long week. One long week. So we get there. Mia is throwing a party. She isn't throwing a party. We have her, what does she call herself? Like her assistant, her mouthpiece, her press agent, her representative. that woman, her representative who is there setting up. And then we get the strangest relationship day. on earth. Uh, I, that relationship is full of lust and hate. Lust it's no and good. Hate. It's no good. No good. It's rotten. No good. Yeah, to the core. And so then we get the fire dancers coming. And I've never seen Karen. I mean, I've never seen anyone. Anyone. So so turned on by the in, ingestion of fire. I mean, what what is that? What's Karen that? and by a jaguar later in the app. You know, she kept saying, oh, so sensual. Oh, this Ooh. is sensual. Mm-hmm. I... Couldn't believe it. Of course, the editing was also incredible. Beautiful, beautiful. Karen, I loved the fire dancers. But, I mean, just, mm. ooh, 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 yes, this is very sensual. Be- <laughs> that was like, a highlight of, like, all of Potomac. Oh. A lot of fire dancers across the franchise right now. We also, same week, have one in Salt drink Lake. Throw, drink throwing and fire dancing, common themes between both cities. And two more common themes, Danielle, which is this notion, which we've had before, but, like, it seems to be at the center of both shows right now, which is... What side are you on? You can't straddle the line. You got to pick a side. And who's got my back? Who's got my back is huge. When Jen, sh- yeah, we're gonna that. get there. I'm just trying to like you know, be a professor here and like weave yes. together themes a little. Well, that does seem to be a theme with all these women, and I hear it. But that to me feels like that's where like the the maturity, and I don't mean age wise, but just like emotional maturity of these women's come comes into question. All of them, because <laughs> like we as an adult, like we have people we don't like in this world. We just do. And and they might have hurt us. They might have betrayed us. But unless they're a sociopath, if my friend wants to be friends with that person, even if they've hurt up or betrayed me, like, I might not love it just because I'm hurt by that person. But, you know, it is what it is. I can't imagine, like, making someone, ch- again, unless that person is a true sociopath and, like, stole my, Or, like, you know, cheated with a husband. Yes, You yes, know, yes. like, wrecked there are a things, family. Yeah, there are things you can't come back from, but just, like, they were a bitch to me. Like, I don't know. I just I don't feel know. like we got to get over those things, ladies. Now, Mia and Wendy. I mean, you know I love Mia. And I, I kind of appreciated this last episode, how the focus shifted a bit from Wendy and Mia. Although Mia was still very upset, didn't want them to bring Mia. But of course, the ultimate shit stirrer more than Lisa Rinna, more than anyone on any franchise is Ashley Darby. Oh, but she's never. Smooth. She does it so smooth. Smooth as smooth silk, Ashley Yes, she she should dance and do a little TikTok to that. Yes, I'm loving Ashley Darby forehead as Candace lovingly calls oh, her. She really goes after people. Like, just I'm curious what Candace would call me. In fact, I kind of want to know. I wonder what, what she'd say. You know, I have a uneven face. So would she call me like like? 
uneven. <laughs> Maybe she'd call you like cartoon face from all the cartoons yeah, oh, or yes, like tune yes. or or teeth. Teeth, she'd call you know, me like way. chubs or just something, you know? No, she'd find a way to get at us. She'll get at all of us. She'll guys. find That's your weakness. Her, a special talent. That is a special talent. But enough about Candace because I don't want to <laughs> get on her bad side. No, 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 no. I, I, and she I'm is one of the all-time great housewives. I believe that. I will say that Mia's obsession with like not letting Wendy back into this thing is like, again, it's, I, I, the audience is turning on her. You got to realize when you take, as a housewife, I'd like to teach a class to the housewives. That's oh. what I'd like to take a professorship in. It's like when to know, what, when to hold them and when to fold them. You know what I mean? Okay. A gambler class, which is like, you can take your beef, but you got to qu- quash the beef at some point or the audience starts to turn on you. Quash? You know I mean, like queef? <laughs> <laughs> it's queef and squash. Which is squash you gotta, it with your, you gotta squash beef. it. You gotta squash it with a vaginal fart. <laughs> uh huh. Is that gonna be your first class in your syllabus? Yes, squashing beef. But I just feel like you need to like know when to let go because the sure. audience is gonna turn on you. And maybe and you would know say, that this is a show, and ultimately we're gonna need all the players here. Like yes, Wendy left her kids, and I feel like Ashley was just like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm bringing her in." Yeah. Oh, and she also knew that she was going to kick up some drama because she was just like, I'm just going to go outside and get a breath of fresh. And then she was like, hi, guys. Yeah, she was in the neighborhood just passing by. So I like invited her. Like, you ridiculous. Ridiculous. It. But then the night took another turn mm-hmm. away from Mia and Wendy. And that was to the most disgusting place. Now, I know I told a bathroom story last week. Okay. And you all have gracefully, no one has brought it up in my DMs, gracefully. Gracefully. I'm sorry about that. mm -hmm. Everyone has sort of just kind of like said it and forget it, you know? Right, like politely looked away. (laughs) But what I'll say, right, in the same way we've politely looked away, I wrote down in this week's notes of Jen's little tiny, shiny top hat that's off to the side (laughs) in her testimonial look. But this, to find out this week... That where Robin heard Candace's Instagram live rant about all of them was while she was going number two and the amount of times it was said and seeing her touching her phone after she was in the shitter. I was like, I literally can never look at Robin again. I feel disgusting. I feel gross. I I honestly feel like nausea welling up in me again. And I know I told a story that I did last week. I didn't blink. Oh. It just it didn't again. I deal with trauma in a different way than you. <laughs> <laughs> that to me was a car crash into a construction site. <laughs> Not even a crash, just a drive through. <laughs> didn't stop. Crashing suggests stopping. <laughs> You're right. It was a yeah. It was a it was a, a hit and run. run. Really, a hit and run. It really was. Well, they took his license number, um, and my, <laughs> they were all like, "Should we get out?" I was like, "Stay in." <laughs> Anyway, um, what I was saying was that um, it didn't bother me. In fact, I had more respect for Robin because I felt like Robin was delivering both on so many levels this episode, which is that she set up a stereo system. Like, this is Robin. Like, she doesn't get out of bed most days. She wasn't delivering with that hair color. Go on. Oh, you don't, I don't I can't even picture what she's, what it is right now. I'm too busy worried about thinking about. It's red. Okay. Well, all I have to say is that she, what she lacks in hair color, she makes up for with technology because she brought in like a whole tech system, played it beautifully. <laughs> tech support. 
I mean, like, guys, to set up this my Zoom mic, it takes me more time. Like, she really came through. Like, well, we and, know that's not our strong suit. No, we know. But I was impressed that she came like ready with. How did she get that speaker? I love that that's what you and I have been debating back and forth. Like, how did she get the clip on there? And yeah, like, how, I, when she put it out, did it play? Like, you and me have really asked the tough oh, questions really, uh, off to mic. That to me, I would never have been able to figure that out. Like, I can't, like, I'm willing to get down and dirty with someone, but the tech of it all is too hard. I just, I would give up. You know, here's what I'm feeling on a global level about Potomac. It's so okay. much fun. It's so breezy. I couldn't love watching it more. This last episode, I'm like... Things are getting a little so real. But then Karen, it felt a little fakey when she went into the bathroom and like stormed off. And I know real accusations are coming. But I just, what I appreciate about Potomac is the breeziness and the way they kind of move on in relationships a bit. And it's it definitely is getting a bit heavier. Oh, yeah. I think the rest of the season is going to get heavier. Yeah. I think Karen is sick of people coming after her marriage. I felt like that that moment was real. Maybe that's me. But I think, like, may, it might be thou doth protest too much, but, like, she holds herself and Ray up to such a stand. You know what I mean? Like, me and Ray. But Giselle made know. me laugh when she was like, Karen went to the bathroom. She didn't deny it ever, but okay. <laughs> Giselle's so shady. Giselle so is very shady. shady. See, she and Robin are up to no good this... this. No good. I just don't love this kind of... I don't like a twosome. I want to know that every friendship has cracks on this franchise. I want to know anyone... A, a wedge could be driven between anyone at any time. Also, can we just talk about poor Wendy, like, posted up at that sad little hotel, like... With that little pool in the back. Like, that made me so sad when she was like on the at the pool. You know, when she was in that bronze testimonial dress, she seemed like a woman who has like a lobotomy. Like she seemed beaten and destroyed. Yeah. Now I know that these testimonials take place later, but didn't you think every time they would flash her, she was like, Yes, until I was in Miami. I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. That felt and you so know what? Wendy's not my favorite house. Yeah, but that I know you felt don't, very but, sad. But that's what I mean. Like that's the class I need to teach is like when you like people are going to start empathizing with the person they didn't empathize with. If you yeah. keep going on your like these are the tricks of the trade. I and when about. Ashley said like she left her kids, that's what got me. I'm like, that's right. This woman is busy. She's fucking leaving her kids at home to stay in a little hotel room. No. Yeah. No. Now, after Robin drops the tech bomb, um, Candace <laughs> doesn't deny it. Candace <laughs> is like, yeah, I said <laughs> Like, she's just like, well, you are, what did you, what was the word she said? She said, you're ambushing me. Uh-huh. And then I think Robin's like, no, it's, it's only one person. So it's not an ambush. And I didn't look up if that was. And Candace goes, not, here's the thing. I do think all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love her so much. I she's just her. like, yes, I do think that. Thank you. I don't know if Robin thought she'd be like spinning or, or denying. No, none of that. You know, I'd like to move to a, a an even more pressing topic, which is, and I, I can't remember if it was in scenes from next week or just at the end of this week, but that Mia is sharing uh, her G. man, G, with, Daddy well, G? oh, I know. I, I wasn't sure if I was, should say Daddy G or G. That's what I was struggling yeah, with. Yeah, which is his Christian name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Christian name, Daddy G, which is... So she gave Daddy G to her friend as a gift because he's so good. She wanted her to know how no, it so felt to be. No, so that fun. was a an old boyfriend. 
Oh, okay. I got confused. Yes, I thought that at first, okay? Okay. I I was like... No, I thought that too. That's an old boyfriend, but I think what's coming up and why it got conflated quite easily is because it does seem what we're going to reveal is that something's doing. Something's not right there with that friendship. Yeah, that friendship is... I, I, it gives me like it gives me all, the willies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and also that the off. friend hates her, like the friend. Yeah. It, there's an anger there. Well, Mia treats her pretty terribly, terribly, so you know? mean to her. Yeah, but then she gets her back by sort of talking a little bit of shit behind her back, but then like kissing her at like it's a it's not a, a good and like friendship. siding with other people when you know when a friend comes in like again we'll get to Salt Lake, but. There's certain friends of, I'm like, oh, I didn't even know they were friends. I haven't even seen them interact. Yes. They, yes. These two are friends, okay? Friends. They're like, they're like, what do you call that thing? Twin flames or something. So strange. Like, it's weird. Well, to me, it's like, remember when Shamia and Portia fell out? Like, that to me was a very upset on Atlanta. Oh like, God. remember that? they got that? back together, right? No, they're back. They're like oh. back and besties. But do you remember that, like, yeah. little... Tiff and that, like, they were, like, really good friends. It would be like if Giselle and Robin fell out. Like, these are the the friendships. And then immediately she's just basically like, yeah, I don't like her. You know, not fully, but that seems to be the the subtext. Now, we, you know, ended the night. Everyone was yelling. Everyone was fighting. Everyone was angry. And who was recording it, Danielle? Robin, I assume. No. Well, no, wait. Wait, Ashley. but, But then, wait, 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 wait. I'm, that's jumping the gun because... They're at the restaurant. Everyone's Giselle decides, like, I'm tired. I'm going to go home. Everyone else decides to go out to the club for a night. And my God, did the tables turn. Everyone is having the time of their life. We're seeing footage. uh, Wendy and Robin apologizing, saying they love each other. Candace in green glasses a lot. Yes, Candace and Ashley getting along, dancing, like every, and I was just like, oh, I love when my housewives get back together. Like, honestly, Ashley and Candace should fuck already. There's so much sexual tension there. So much. I think they would do them good. I think it would do the body good. I do. Um, but so they're having the time of their lives. And I love when my housewives get along, like especially the Potomac ladies, because they're so fun and they really like turn it up and turn it out and like having the best time. And then it's like two hours later, they're in a car. <laughs> Ashley's recording. <laughs> and Ashley's just recording the ceiling, but I appreciated it nonetheless. Oh, Sometimes we don't even you. need to see the visuals. No. So then we hear Candace screaming at Robin about like how she's full of shit. Like what? I mean, like just screaming at her for like throwing her under the bus basically with the speaker stuff. And then it all goes to shit again. It all went to shit again. And... You know, again, and I've said it, I just, I don't know if it's like an overtime thing or what it is, but I just think if we have to make a choice, we should start filming them later in the day for union rules and film later into the night. Yeah. And that's just another thought. Yeah, you know, because again, these are the thoughts. Like, I don't need their lunches unless they're drinking lunches. And I don't need the breakfast, you know? No. Like, I did appreciate when Giselle was like alone in the pool wondering where everyone was. Sure. But- I do feel like, but what I love is that I think, you know, Ashley did the work that Lisa Rinna did not do in Beverly Hills, and that's get your phone out in the sprinter. Yes, but I think that also a new rule is that houses, when you are filming, day or night, 24-7, you can only be in cars that have cameras in them. Okay. So, like, every, like, they can't be in, we can't be in Ubers. We need to be in 
designated. But I guess I appreciate now that our housewives are just simply taking it upon themselves to start being DPs. And I want to give, I really want to give Ashley a shout out. She was the MVP this week for me. (laughs) Yes. I mean, to, to, to have the wherewithal to do that. Real quick, as opposed to Robin, who takes out a camera while there are cameras running. It's like, Robin, we don't need your camera while the cameras are rolling. We've got it. We've got the footage. But Ashley, that we need. Oh, Danielle, I think, shall we move on to Salt Lake? Yeah. Take a quick break and come back? Let's please. Casey, we're back with Salt Lake. Now, this episode, we're still in San Diego. We no, are unlike still Miami, with, it feels like we've been there a fortnight. We're with it. We're with our girls, Anna, Angie, Anna, uh, Donna, Angie R, Donna F, whoever the hell. Yeah, we're with Paula P, every, Jimmy we're D. A, <laughs> we're on a boat. Jen Shaw is guys. Jen Shaw, we're on a man. road to nowhere. Ooh. This episode was rough to watch because I was just like, just tell me where I'm at. Like, who's mad at who? Who's like, where are we? And then there's a captain yelling at them for twerking. That like, was I- the best. <laughs> that was the best. What I really appreciated was like all the fighting was kind of hard to like keep up with. Like, who's throwing things overboard? Shout out to Jen for throwing charcuterie over overboard. I was, but- can I say I was upset by that because when you're on a boot boat, sorry, when you're on a boat, there's only so much food. You know, like there's a, like we're not on like a ship where they have like. A kitchen. So, like, that's their food for the day. They're on, like, a, a three-hour tour. Like, I, we can't be—yeah, it got I me got so upset. Here's where I was just laughing. Is like, that hull, is that the front of the boat? Whatever the front is, was so <laughs> mm-hmm. unsteady. It felt like they were on kind of like a taut tarp under which mm-hmm. there was no wood or, you know, it was like they could have opened it and then underneath the boat would have been open air. Watching them fight and stumble was just pure classic housewives juxtaposition. Really think we're getting professorial today, Danielle. Yeah, we are. We're coming. We're coming at it from that point of view, from That's real funny. experts, from PhDs. Yeah. With so ten, I loved it, but tenure. I'm also just like, stop screaming to like. I don't know. I, I'll be totally honest, Danielle. This episode was a slog for me. I was like, when is it over? I mean, again, I was with on a plane with many people, so that helped. Like, I felt like I was in a movie theater, and so that was helpful. But I will say there were some rough moments, like when I had to watch. Oh, my God. When I had to watch Iris and Bo, as I've taken to calling her now, because she has simply forgot. What has happened to Iris and Bo? I don't know, Where but I, I appreciate that you're doing. It's like Shelly Miscavige. Where, where's Iris and Bo? Where did you spend all your money? I don't know. You anyway. know, it's, you're doing the promotion that she cannot. No, but to watch her do her upside down twerking was so upsetting to me. I just can't. With that, her and that makes me upset. Now, so we're at we're on the boat. The veggies are thrown. Angie K's, you know, two thousand dollars shoes are thrown. Um, that to me was a way worse offense than getting champagne poured on your head. Someone threw my new shoes. I mean, maybe these women have a ton of shoes, but I mean, I don't spend that kind of money on shoes. And if I did, are you kidding me? Are you? I mean, I would have. I would have sued her. Sued her. Now, while we're talking about Angie K, okay, mm-hmm. I just want to read what I found online here because it's so disturbing. It's a photo of Andy K, and this came to us from all things Bravo Reality TV. It says this T, bye bye, Angie. 
Angie K allegedly thought Bravo.tv would pay for all expenses, but since she never made it as a full-time cast member, Bravo dropped her and left her with all expenses during this season. She also thought Bravo would pay for her rented confessional looks and makeup. Angie K was very upset and refused to pay the bills and reportedly tried to sue Bravo TV, which eventually led to termination of her contract permanently. Jeez. Well, isn't this the same woman that's like, I could have bought a horse with that money for my daughter. I mean, I did buy the horse, but like, why are you like arguing with Bravo for money when you're buying horses? Like, And the, also I, like, I would have respected her way more had she not at dinner just been like, I'm the only friend here to Jen. That was great. I'm like, just stick with a stance. Like, I can't follow this woman. I think she's I just, can't. she's off kilter, boy. Well, I also, as is Jen, now, there's so many wild parts this episode. Jen bringing in stripper cops. Over dinner. Over dinner. But when we've already seen cops on an episode last year that surprise us. And obviously they had their shirts undone and look, but we, couldn't we have found firemen? Like it I just mean, I thought felt... that was inspired, but <laughs> it's just hard to bring a stripper and like want people to get up and get stripped upon when they're eating sea bass. Like <laughs> it's not the time, you know? It's, it's a before it's, dinner. It's a exactly. It's an opera dinner or a- Right, like after a, everybody's had a couple shots and now we're like standing around like- Or it's an amuse-bouche. We, right. It can't be between- and, you know, everyone to watch everyone still eating while Whitney was, I was just like, this is incredible. But also then we have Jen getting made. Jen, first of all, she takes her like two or three hour nap in the Sprinter van. Amazing. Then pops up right as right. Like this woman can just recover. And then she's getting her hair and makeup done. And I ask you, Casey, this woman has no money. Like they, it's like, it's, I'm sure some of it's being frozen or you're, you're going to need it for the lawyers, like to pay for hair and makeup. There is no way, because not everybody's getting hair and makeup. And we know that Bravo does not pay for hair and makeup except for, for testimonials. Here's my thought. And maybe I'm wrong is that the money hasn't been seized from her yet, but still she has to go to her lawyers. Like she's still paying lawyers. She probably committed some major crimes. That's why they're pursuing her so doggedly because she was making major, 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 major money off of these elders. But didn't her mother have to like sell her 401 or like cash in her 401k? Like, and she's getting hair and makeup? I forgot about that. I'm just trying to... Maybe what she's doing is considering it in the same way, like maybe she's considering an investment into her future career. Okay, I'm going to say I don't know, Danielle. It's wrong. That's all I can say. I, I know, and we always say like you got to spend money to make money. Scared money don't make money, and I believe that. And I have been really trying to. Danielle, you know, we just said you put your coin above all else. I do. You know, I do. You did that but, this week. It was wonderful <laughs> to watch. Horrendous. <laughs> I'm a beautiful monster. What can I say? And it was but, amazing. Um, you know, I don't like our new cast members, and I don't know how they got here. I don't know why they're here, and I don't know who they are. I feel I was never introduced to any of them properly. Enough that it caught my eye. It's kind of like when people are like, oh, I've met you before, and they say that, and you're just kind of like, okay, but you didn't, like, make an impression on me enough to remember. Yeah. Now I'm mad. These girls are not part of—and they're not cast members. They're just— but I, I don't just, even know, Danielle, who their friends that brought them. It's like it's like someone wandering around party's like, sorry, who brought you here? Like, who are you? No, I have and no then, idea. But then they're doing testimonials left, right, and center, and I just can't tell them apart. And then why isn't the other Angie on the trip with them? Like, it feels like she's getting more screen time than the Jen, other gals. Yeah, Jen, did, Jen did, disinvited her because her husband started the Finsta. Okay, right, but that's never stopped 
any no, other cast members from stop. ever we coming. Should. Exactly. So, and again, I, I, I can't make heads or tail. And then that fight at the end, I couldn't make heads or tails of it. It Mm-mm. kept, I had the most whiplash I've ever had where I was like, Heather's yelling at, at Whitney, who's then yelling at Jen, who, uh, Jen's yelling at Heather. Heather turns on Angie. I mean, I don't even know where I was coming or going. And then the only one left out of it was Meredith. Meredith was the only one. And then at the end, Jen's like, this is your fault. You said we had to bring Dana on the trip. (laughs) Like, like, then she gets it at the end. So everybody got it. It was so crazy. I, you know, one thing I did side with Dana on is like, Jen's behavior is abusive to these women. Like, uh, I I don't love Lisa, but like the way she was in Lisa's face on the boat, like that is assault. You know, she was like pushing her off. I'm sorry. Like, it's crazy the way she behaves. Like, oh, Jen is a terror. Like, and she keeps, here's the other crazy thing. Like she is, keeps being called out as like, she keeps lying too. Like I never did that. I never said that. So I'm like, for her case, like, prosecutors are watching this and this is proof that like there is lies you know what I mean like I don't know I'd be on a I think I'd be on a better behavior and trying to like show the the fact she she's like one of those like a fish that goes around in a bowl like to not remember that Heather had her back immediately when all this went down whereas the other women were like calling their lawyers and stuff it's like now everyone else is kind of like okay we'll, we'll we'll go with it but Heather was literally didn't miss a beat as her friend to now for her loyalty to be called into question. I did like when Heather got backed into a corner and she wrote it so hard. I was laughing so oh, hard. Oh, God. When they're like, when Dana's like, yeah, just so you know, Angie K said she was going to do an apology, but then she talked to her PR people and her lawyers and they told her not to do one. And Heather, you said that was a great idea. And Heather's like, I did say that. Yes, because <laughs> of you, Jen, I was looking out for. Because it was. I was like, and she it just was, kept going. Oh, she rode those like tough waters and she just rode them all. Navigated also, them. How do how do Angie H or Angie K, Sarah Paulson Angie, how does Sarah Paulson Angie and that Utah-faced man have a press agent? Like, what do they need a press agent for? I know. Like, like you're just like, what? 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 Why do you have a press? I mean, that press agents are expensive. That's people are keeping, getting them to feel like they're somebody. Sad. I mean, like, it's really There are a couple of saddos. Yeah, they are real sad, real sad, 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 sad sacks. Yeah. Oh my well, God. now, oh. one little piece of, of news, which is Andy shared with us and then shared on the show, which is that... We can say what we will about this week's Salt Lake, but apparently next week, he said that it is basically one of the most explosive episodes of of Housewives ever. History. I can't even like, like, what does that mean? Well, what does that I even don't know, mean? but we're going to get at how and why Heather got her black eye. This is big. So I'm thrilled to be looking, to have that to look forward to. Merry Christmas, you know? And also what we have to look forward to is today, four new episodes of Miami are dropping. So they just dropped today. So we haven't had a chance to watch because like, as we said, we just got home late last night traveling and we can't watch four episodes just this morning. So we will be talking about We know real Lenny Hochstein got caught with a hot mic moment. I mean, Danielle, you know, that was debuted on Watch What Happens Live. We got to, you know, have that footage played for the first time. You know, we'll always remember where we were. Yeah, I felt special. Like, the fact that he, 
I mean, yes, the world was watching when he debuted that, but the fact that we got to be in studio when that happened, I felt special. I felt like he cared. Another reason Abby should have been so thrilled with the trip. Yes, another reason. And guys, another reason when my sister and I were in the city, that right after Watch What Happens Live, we saw Bette Midler. I mean, I mean, just in a restaurant. Like, guys, these are the New York things. So. I think that in and of itself made up between Andy Cohen and Bette Midler. I think, I think we're back on track. After the careening into a construction site. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good, good night, good night, construction site. Yeah, it was a, it was a wild. Do's a Rooney. Do's a Rooney, but we had so much fun. So much fun. And, um, and I don't know, it was a blast. And Casey, you always make me laugh. I love traveling with you. It's always an adventure. We always have a great time. We really do. We just do. And there's always something where we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always something that's so untenable happens. And then we're always um, like, well, this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. We really are the Robin and Giselle. I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you to Caitlin. Thank you to Amelia. Thank you to Earwolf. And get your tickets for the pickleball tournament. And once yeah. you got to get them. And once again, thank you to everyone who gave money to Baby to Baby. We made our goal of over twenty thousand dollars. You guys is so are lovely. incredible. You are the most loving, generous, like amazing people that we've ever. You know, you just have huge hearts, and we really appreciate that. And you really balanced out the scales between our garbage taste and our, mm-hmm. you know, care of children. I'm so proud of everyone, and I'm so thankful to all of you. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.